everybody. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Tug of War. Man, so glad that you are taking some time to hang out with us. That's right. We're just two friends having are, a conversation. Yeah, about where we are and where we want to be. That's right. And we call that the Tug, the of, tug of More. War. And so we really hope that you are on the Tug team. That's right. How do you be on the Tug team? Just tune in. Tune be in. Part. But, you know, you can do a little bit more than that. Well, that's true. You, you can, can subscribe. You can subscribe. And if you subscribe, what happens is, is every time you open your phone, we pop up. Every time? Well, uh, at <laughs> least once a week. we post a new episode. At least once a week, we're going to pop right. up. You can like and, like, comment, and comment, and tag, and share. Send and some messages. Follow. Or my favorite, do you know what my favorite thing they could do is? Other than mail me some cookies? What? Ask a question. Yeah, that's a good one. My favorite thing would be for you to ask a question. I have so many people that come up to me and say, Pastor, I love the tug of more. Yeah. I have other pastor friends that will mess with me, love the tug of more, but they won't ask a question. No, ask a question. Let us know what's up or what you would like to talk about because it helps us uh, as we continue in our conversation. That's true. Hey, before we get into the conversation today, I got a bone to pick. I have heard that you have a bone to pick, but I don't know what it was. I am slightly bent out of shape. What are you bent at? Did you watch our last episode? Uh, I listened to it. Okay. So on our last episode, we showed a picture of me and Rachel and Aaron Whitney. Yeah. Here's the picture. This is the picture that you chose out of all of the photos that the four of us have taken. We have taken photos <laughs> in dozens of states, multiple continents. We have taken photos in front of some of the greatest environments you can imagine. And this photo, Whitney picked, Aaron looks to be about six foot seven. <laughs> Trustin is questionably a hobbit <laughs> in this photo. This is not true. It is. It, it, we just showed the photo. We just showed Can, it. It's done? true. So, here's why. So here's another picture. Uh, okay. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on first. Here's a picture of Whitney. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to give him the worst photo. And then here's a picture of both of our beautiful spouses. There it is. That's that's who we are. Okay, here's and what the context. We look like. Because we were telling the story of when we were in California <laughs> you and just... the Harvard hat, I literally found the picture from that day because I am that good at documenting he, was he... and historically <laughs> cr- keeping okay. track of our life. Was he wearing the hat? Yes. Okay, all right. Okay. It was from all, that day. All offenses are <laughs> redeemed. Are they redeemed? You've totally redeemed yourself. I, but well, I still I put totally that. But I still put that picture, that bad picture of you. <laughs> I'm glad that we can laugh about it. Uh, but also, it was the same. I'm, I'm smart. I you know, saved my. You know photos. how you know I how know you do that going. when someone t- takes a picture. The first person you look at is you, and then you think, "Dude, I look fat as a mug." <laughs> Dude, so what that's is, what you did. No, you I only looked at that picture yourself no, and didn't like I just, it. I just looked at how Aaron was so tall. And I was like, dude. We were on rocks. Maybe he was on a taller rock. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just saw a photo. I was like, Whitney, out of all the, all the photos. We you have, know what I did? You know, we have an event. Every time we have an event here at More Church, you know what we do? We have a photo booth. That's and true. our families, we all get our families. Yeah, we all take, take a photo. And I was just like, she's going to have the best photo ever. What? <laughs> I was trying to be a memorable moment of that I'm day. I'm just kidding. It yeah. just made me laugh. Okay, it just well, made me laugh. sorry. But I went to my photos. And then you can say places. And I went to California. and went to Huntington Beach. And I found the photo from that very day. That is incredible. See, so I am incredible. And do you know the good thing about that <laughs> is that when you look at how great Aaron looks and how horrible I look, that's why the waitress was so shocked that my boyfriend was a guy from Harvard. <laughs> hey. Okay. If you missed the episode, you you're gonna go have watch to go. It now. See? What what was it see called? What we did there? It was called uh, uh, 
consumer Christianity. Oh yeah, consumer Christianity. There it was. Yeah, go go check it out. But today we're going to talk about something totally different. <sighs> totally off base of that conversation. Today, <laughs> something new. We're going to talk about being scrappy. Yep. Not crappy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. A lot of times, uh, especially in churches, I think that we allow a lot of crappiness. Oh, man. Just, dude, just. You just went there straight. Oh, just crappiness. Just yeah. not even trying. Stuff looks like crap. Carpet from 1972. Dude, j- or or dirty. Just oh, yeah. like. Clutter. Clutter. Just a mess. Just a mess. Oh, and, man. And, uh, dude, come on. We, we have to choose to be scrappy instead of crappy. That's right. If we are tugging into all the more that God has called us to, then there is a level of uh, not allowing crappiness that just must exist. Like, we yeah. all have a messy day. We all have a cluttery moment. You talk about my car, my purse car. That is, I call car. Whitney's car her purse because she treats her entire SUV like a purse, just throws a bunch of crap hey, in it. You never know when time. you're going to need three pairs of shoes. You never know when you need 19 curling irons. Right, you never know. Uh, and so like we all have an area or a space in our life sometimes that we let be a little crappy because we're busy or whatever. We're working hard, all these things, tugging into more, but in order to really achieve all of where God wants us, we cannot allow crappiness. We have to have a level of excellence, Yeah. but it can be difficult. I think, especially in ministry, but also in all kinds of areas of life, when we're trying to get from where we are to where we want to be, that we feel like we don't yet have all the resource, all the tools, all the things. Yeah. To get us there. And so I think that's why we sometimes settle for crappy is because we feel like, well, it can't be all that I want it to be. So it's okay if it sucks a little bit right now. Well, so I don't have a word. I probably should have thought of it before. That's what? like the opposite of crappy, like fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, but I'm saying it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, crappy, uh, happy, happy. Okay. Right. So you can't get to happy yet. You're right. not happy with what you're producing. Right. And so what you've got is crappy. Well, in between crappy and happy is this other word called scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah. And so just choose, just look around how you can be scrappy. Not the dog from Scooby-Doo. I was about to ask. I was about to ask. (laughs) Did you ever watch Scooby-Doo? Yeah, the little dog is Scrappy-Doo, right? Yeah, Scrappy-Doo. He's the little one. And you know why they call him Scrappy? Because he's little. He's little. He's not good. He's not as big as Scooby. No, but he can like, uh, like get into some other places like better and easier because he's tiny. He can like yeah wiggle his way in through yeah. things and that's what you have to do sometimes and so uh wherever you are unsatisfied and not that's happy right. with your leadership your business your family your home situation instead of just sitting around crying that you're not happy about how it's going right and just saying man everything's so crappy where can you instill some some scrappiness yeah let's define what scrappy means okay so scrappy is a, a word well we just said it about that little dog like you have to take the skills that you have wh- who you are identify who i am what i have in front of me and then utilize that to the greatness of my ability for me like uh we can work hard I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. Yeah. I'm not afraid to think outside the box. Uh, I see a problem. I'm going to solve it. It yeah. doesn't necessarily mean I'd solve it the way that everyone would solve it. I'm going to yeah. solve it the best way I would solve it. Yeah. That's being scrappy, Yeah, right? scrappy is solving a problem with non-traditional answers. There it is. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, in, no, I love in it. my, in my context, and we've got a bunch of examples and stories of how we've yeah. had to be scrappy Scrappy, so that things would still look would still look good i remember uh when i was youth pastoring uh man so many so many stories uh we didn't we wanted to do a big outreach event and didn't have a budget Mm -hmm. and uh 
And so I asked my pastor uh, if I could go and raise funds okay. to do this event. And he said, yeah, man, you go raise whatever funds you need. Well, so I started setting up meetings with people in the church. Well, of course you did. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I'm, I'm like 20. I don't know. And so I started having all these conversations and meetings and business people in the church. And I put to this, get together this like little bootleg packet of bronze, silver, and gold uh, people that if they want to invest in the thing. And I raised $40,000 for this outreach event, all from people in the church. Wow. Now, here's the problem with that is that as I'm out raising funds, <laughs> the pastor's like, why are these people not giving money on Sunday? Right. And they're, what is happening? But they're, I'm talking to them and they're still involved and engaged. And so then the next year he said, hey, Tristan, I need you to not raise any funds from inside the church. Yeah. And so then he gave us a budget yeah. to do the event. And then I was able to go out, uh, but went and raised funds in businesses. Yeah. Went to people and just said, hey, here's what we're doing. We're going to put a banner up at the event and we're going to put your logo on it. Just whatever we could do to just bring bring the resources in. Yeah. I remember we wanted to have a, now again, I was a youth pastor back in the diggity day. Back in the day. And so like, this is not like current now, whatever's cool. The early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s. And so we wanted to have like a game room mm -hmm. in our youth ministry, yeah. but we didn't have like all the sweet stuff. We had went and toured, who's the great big church? Um, Willie George. Um, church on the Move. Yeah, Church on the Move. And they've got a student ministry that's yeah. like a... Yeah, I can't remember Anyways, and so we went and toured this. And dude, they had basketball courts yeah. and yeah. cafes. Yeah. And they had like cool like couches out of diners mm -hmm. and like... Dude, legit, like 30 Xboxes. Shout out Oklahoma. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah. And so Oklahoma. And so they had like these giant like metal trusses yeah. that hung from the ceilings with TVs and everything. And I was like, dude, this is what we have to do. But we didn't have no money. Right. And so I just started putting word out that I needed some free couches. Okay. And so went to a couple different couch like furniture stores and All explained right. what I was doing. And you know how places they used to, if you'd buy a new couch, they would say, we'll take your old couch. Mm -hmm. Like, so you don't have to put it on the side of the curb. And I said, can you just give me some couches? And like within a week, I collected, I think 12 couches. And did. I put them all up into this room. And then we bought some board games because we couldn't afford an Xbox. And we made a ping pong table out of a piece of plywood and like, but painted it black and then like graffitied on top of it. Okay. And uh, what else? Oh, we wanted to have a DJ. Cause I had a DJ at this other church thing, but I didn't get a DJ, uh, table. And so I got a three metal trash cans and flipped them upside down and put speakers on it. And, uh, you know who our DJ was? Who? You, you, you don't know this? Uh -huh. Our DJ in that room was a guy that we named DJ slim. And his name is now Tim Summers. Oh yeah. And he's the youth pastor at elevation church. Okay. So Tim Summers. Yeah. Much uh, more famous than we are on YouTube. <laughs> Tim Summers was in DJing on some trash cans uh, in this game room. And it's incredible because it wasn't good, but it sure, it, it, it was scrappy. That's incredible. Like, it wasn't crappy. It was scrappy. We turned a room in the church that was empty, not being utilized into a place that teenagers just go and hang out and connect yeah. uh, and build relationships. Right, right. And so we didn't have the budget, but we pulled it off anyways. That's incredible. And I think that that is like the, I think that that's the like asterisk fine print to my whole ministry. Mm -hmm. Didn't have what he needed. Yeah. 
but the dude was scrappy. That's right. Hey, you got it done. You were able to uh, meet a need, but then you also took it above and beyond what was expected of you. Right. But by not using the regular means that most people would go about it. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's incredible. And then so many times over the last however many years that we've worked together, we've had to find ways and moments to be scrappy and not crappy because the truth is sometimes like that in that moment as a 20 year old kid, I imagine that when you were told, Hey, there's this event we want to do, but we don't have a budget for it. Right. You felt a little bit like, what, why would you want me to do this thing if you don't have a budget for it? Yeah. And so, uh, we can feel defeated and that's why I think we can settle for the crappy. But instead you're like, no, I got it. I can figure this out. And so that I think those few successes then helped perpetuate more scrappiness in yeah, your life. Yeah. You're able to see, oh, this works. Yeah. And then that's what's continued. It's just a decision right. of, okay, it's not how I want it to be, but I'm not going to settle for what it is. Right. And if you refuse to settle, then you can push the ball a little bit down the field. You can Absolutely. make just a little bit of, progress to just to just get the thing done let me ask you a question okay as a pastor yes have you ever found yourself in a situation where you didn't have maybe the staffing that you needed mm -hmm. but you you didn't have the money allocated to go and hire a new staff person right. but you knew that you had to give something to somebody Absolutely. because you weren't happy with how it's going and so you recruited yeah somebody to, to fill oh, all the hole. time you know i remember years ago at our matlock building the uh we had like this workroom it was small but it was the only workspace that we had for yeah. all of our team and like yeah. we had a small uh uh copier we had a small no 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 we did not have a small copier we had a like office <laughs> depot printer you are correct like sir. you have at your house that's why i stuttered because i was like what do i call this well that's it, still all we have it's yeah it was a printer copy more church only has a printer that costs 300 dollars. yeah it's we've never had one and whenever it breaks i go in there and i look at it and i say hey i'm the guy who will throw you in the dumpster you better start, <laughs> you better start working. working again and it, it always it always it works always it does. knows you're right it's so like that, herbie the car so we have that we have a small paper cutter and then like a few cabinets but um if you're not careful then very quickly, the areas that you have, if you're not being intentional to keep mm -hmm. them in great shape, they can become crappy really quickly. Yeah. And so there was this moment where it was like all of the space we had was being used, but it wasn't being used efficiently. And the truth was, I did not have time to clean it all out and to organize it myself, yeah. but it desperately needed to be done. And so I knew a couple of ladies in the church who actually like love that sort of thing. They like Tupperware. They love to like, <laughs> yeah, like to organize. reorganize spaces and places. And I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. Like in spreadsheets and a computer, like system wise, but not in a room like that. And so I just called them and was like, Hey, I have a need. Would you want to come help? And what's funny is, they were so excited about it. Yeah, they like, want to use their gift. They were like, yes. And so uh, they came up to the church one day just uh, on a random Tuesday and, and were like, well, what do we do? How do we do it? And I was like, you know what? You are the expert in this type of organization. Why don't you be the one that does it? Yeah. And then I'll just let you know. So I gave them a couple of parameters of like what we needed and how we needed it to go. And when I came back two hours later, two hours later, something that would have taken me two or three days to do, yeah. they had it all ready. The whole workroom was or i remember was organized yeah. and they had brought a label maker yeah. and so like Made you knew so where the safety clip safety pins right. go right we had like oh this is where the tylenol and like right band-aids and all this all the medicines go all and, the pieces go yeah but 
you didn't you were out of bandwidth to do something Correct. personally and so your scrappy move yeah. is to go and find somebody who who wants to do that you know yeah. so we did in that workroom now it's really a hallway yeah it's like the tiniest. let's be honest yeah. i could lay down and touch like both walls yeah. i mean from where you are sitting that wall to this wall is literally the same maybe thinner i don't know it's a small it was a small room it was a small like what but i'm saying lengthwise oh lengthwise it lengthwise. wasn't yeah it wasn't and even big it was not even barely as wide as from this couch to the wall but do you remember what we put up on the, what we did there? We didn't, yeah. we had interns coming yeah, yeah, and yeah. we didn't have offices for them. Right. So Rachel saw this thing at Ikea. There are yeah. like these desks you can screw to the wall and they fold out when they kick out a little deal. Mm -hmm. And so we installed three of those and dude, people worked Bailey. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Worked at one of those desks for years, 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 years. Yeah. And would have to fold a little thing out and listen, it wasn't crappy. No, they look nice. It wasn't fantastic. No. But it was scrappy. Yeah, it, they were it, so scrappy that we took them off the wall and brought them with us to our new location. They're you, upstairs, uh, connected. No, to they're in. They're, are they in Enrique's office? Oh, there's some in Enrique's office. Oh, you're right. There's some in Enrique's office. I think we bought more because of how oh, awesome they are. That's true. There's two upstairs in the. Oh yeah. Uh, creative suite also. Yeah, because so, the Caden be editing videos yeah, on those. So it, yeah, they're good. See, sometimes what's scrappy works for a long time. So just because you have a problem that you don't have the ability to answer the way you want yeah. doesn't mean there isn't a answer. Mm -hmm. No, it's true. Just because you can't buy a Mercedes doesn't mean that there's not like an old like 1993 Chevy out there. Right. I'm saying like, yeah. it'll still get the job done. Right. It'll still get you to work. Yep. And, uh, and so that's what we have to do. I remember uh, we had a big event that we did for our church um, extravaganza <laughs> it's easter yeah and so we're you know eggs and bounce houses and hay bales right. and all the things and so i want to promote it big in the city yeah like big i'm like we're gonna go yard and yeah. so i email the goodyear blimp here's a picture of the goodyear blimp if you've never seen the goodyear blimp before and so uh i email the goodyear blimp and explain to them the event that we have and how I want them to come out to our event. Now, we're a church in Red Oak, Texas. And so Goodyear emails me back and they said their minimum event that they show up at is with 100,000 people. <laughs> you weren't going to have 100,000 at your event? Dude, if we would have had 10,000, I'd have crap pants. <laughs> uh, and so, okay, well... I'd, I don't know what to do. Right. I don't, I don't know what, what to do. What am I going to do next? Yeah. But so the, the, I'm, the e person emailed me back, like right, a real person. You know, say. it says like. You actually emailed them and got him a message. Yeah, back. it it's says like kind of Dave deal. or who, yeah. you know, whatever the guy's yeah. name was. And I said, well, th man, thank you so much for the response. Yeah, I don't think that our event is going to have that much traction. Do you have any ideas of what else we could do to promote? Yeah. And he said, yeah, you know what you could do is you could uh, hire one of our semi trucks like semi trucks. He said, we have these Goodyear semi trucks that we have that will like come and park at your event. Yeah. Well, I don't actually want to advertise Goodyear. Right. This isn't, I, I don't want to help them sell tires. Right. This is not what I'm working on. You were trying to get advertisement for your event. For my event. Right. And so, but he tells me about the semi truck. And then I remember there's this guy uh, that will driving down I-35. There's this truck uh, junkyard. Yeah. And the, the dude who owns it has Bible verses written on his fence. You know, you yeah. can tell. And they're like the Turner Burn. Yeah. 
So you he know, loves like, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he definitely hates the devil. <laughs> <laughs> the dude definitely hates the he devil. Definitely. Uh, and so, because he's got all these like intense Bible yeah, verses yeah, yeah, written yeah, yeah. on his fence, and so I go down there instead of meeting with him, and I say, "Hey, here's this big event that we're doing." And man, I need a semi-trailer. I want a semi-trailer and I want to hang, I want to hang a banner from it. Yeah. He says, oh man, I got a bunch of semi-trailers. You want a semi-trailer? And I was like, uh, yes. He yes, says, please. I'll, he says, I'll, bring you, I'll bring you one. And so the guy donates to me a semi-trailer and we put it out front of the church and uh, we got a big banner printed. And then he, the guy gave me some old tires. So I put old tires on the roof of the semi-trailer to hold ropes and string this banner yeah. down. And it sat out in front of the church for, for a month and a half. And it was a free billboard yeah. to advertise our event. Guess what I'm doing right now? Yeah, right now. The same thing. Yeah. In the front of our church, right. we have a trailer. Should we put a picture? <laughs> We've got a trailer banner that we use to drive around the town yeah. um, to promote different things that we're doing. Yeah, we literally, uh, you have had welded this uh, system that we then can interchange for all kinds of events. Yeah. All year long, we found a great company that prints for very inexpensive yeah. uh, new banners for us, for new series, for new events that are happening. And what's crazy is, uh, yeah, you did that, but then there was a step in between. We, we used to have a box truck uh, oh, yeah, the box in truck. the beginning of the church that we, uh, when, when we were fully portable, that everything for the church went inside and yeah. you would park that around town. And Dude, I just parked in a Walmart, park yeah. all over the place. You were just going shopping at Walmart and you just had to get there somehow. Until, park truck. but I had to quit. At one point, because a local pastor yeah. called and complained on right. me, and I know who it is. I know who you are. <laughs> I'm coming for your children. No, you're not. Oh, no, no, you're I'm not. not. Uh, be, because the whole point of that is, uh, no matter this place and the space that you're in, mm -hmm. now you're the guy in charge. You're helping set, I mean, you set the budget. Yeah. And so now you have the ability that to, if we wanted to hire the Goodyear blimp type thing, whoa, not the Goodyear blimp, we even got 100,000 people. Whitney, hey, Easter's right around the okay, corner. You okay. never know. <laughs> then we could, but instead of doing that, you said, hey, let's find the scrappier solution because it's not crappy. It's yeah. still excellent. And it's helping bring uh, all the people to get to come into the house. And so, what I think is important is that at every level, um, it's not like we feel like we're ever going to arrive and stop being scrappy. Yeah. But at every level that you tug into, there's always another level of scrappiness that you could go, you know what, but I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep doing that. And I think it's easy. There's a temptation to be like, well, now I'm not the youth pastor guy getting uh, banners with yeah. tires over. Yeah, yeah. Now I can do something different. But no, we still got to think outside the box in order to tug into more. Get outside the box. Because there's always more. Get outside the box of your traditional thinking. Yes. Look at the resources that you do have and think, how can I reallocate those somewhere else? Mm. You know, our trailer banner uh, that we use, we got that whole thing for free. I got it welded for free. I used to buy and sell cars all the time. And uh, I had bought a car that I was selling to a guy and he didn't have enough cash. I said, well, do you have anything to trade? And he had this flatbed trailer. And so I said, yeah, give me, give me that flatbed trailer. So we give him this trailer. Um, so now we have this trailer. And uh, then my dad's neighbor knew that I flipped cars. Yeah. And he had a old Ford Explorer that he uh, didn't run and he just wanted it gone. He said, I can have it, it's got a clean title. So I got it and then I called dude that I know who does welding and I knew his car was a straight up hoopty. Yeah. And I said, hey bro, I'll give you this Ford Explorer. Right. It doesn't run, but it doesn't have that many miles on it. Right. If you weld up my my uh, my trailer yeah. and he welded the thing up for free for a Ford Explorer. And so like, 
And that's when I was the pastor. Right. We could have spent 10 grand right. to have a custom made trailer banner. Right. But sometimes when you're scrappy, it's fun. No, it's true. Sometimes the scrappiness and that how do we figure this out? What non-traditional path can I take is actually exhilarating. Well, I think it's one of the things that when COVID happened, helped mm -hmm. us be one of the first people to be able in our area anyways, to go, okay, well, what are we going to do? How are we going to be different? Yeah. We still did, uh, we did an egg giveaway with long poles and like, yeah. and then we did the drive by photo booth with, with our people, with, the trailer. with that trailer actually. Yeah. Uh, we did, a Mother's Day event outdoors on a land on our land property. We got we gave all the moms things that said quarantine queen. Oh, do you know how many people have still messaged me asking if I have one of those since that day? Because yeah. they it's fun and crazy. It yeah. was different. It was something unique. But it's that scrappiness that then in seasons where you cannot plan for that. We could not plan for COVID. We didn't know it was going to happen. No, it literally just happened. But the scrappiness that you have has now become a culture of who we are. And it's allowed us to do all kinds of things. One of the things that we realized when uh, COVID came out is that there wasn't a lot of local, our city news right. coming out. And so what we decided, it was a scrappy move. Yeah. Is I called every contact that I had of a person of influence. Yeah police, hospitals. fire, hospitals, school superintendent. And we sat down and I interviewed at the beginning of COVID, yeah. six feet apart, interviewed all these people. And you know what it did? It got our whole city tuning in. Right. Because, oh wait, our, 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 uh, the hospital president yeah. is talking about this. Yeah. Oh, the police chief is talking yeah, about this. Yeah, we had this. the school superintendent on Zoom, remember? Yeah, we, we, had, the, we had the soup. And so she's talking about yep. the challenges that they're having with the school and yep. how it's working at home. And so we used our platform, right? Right? Yeah. To help push their message right. in a time of need. Absolutely. And and uh and man, that was scrappy. No, it was super scrappy. And that also in that same season is when we had made the decision to go back to set up and tear down from being at our Matlock building and mm -hmm. on Sundays to go to the Willie Pig Auditorium that we run out now. And uh, in COVID, we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know that that was going to give us the space that we needed for social distancing. What even was that word and phrase? We didn't never even heard it before, yeah. but our team was able to transition into this new space really quickly and be ready when we were able to go back and meet back together. And then now every, every week, every single week, our mm -hmm. team is having to be scrappy in one yeah. way or another. A cord is breaking, something isn't working right, something's not going perfectly, but they're having to think outside the box mm -hmm. and go, how can I shift and change this? And it's allowed us to do ministry beyond where we're at right now. Right. Our worship, our creative experience, the messages and the props and the things that we're able to do right now are beyond where we probably should be seen as being able to be at right now. But it's because everyone's willing to be scrappy. Yeah. And so it's not, I feel like there could be somebody listening that's like, okay, well, I'm not naturally and think outside the box person, person by mm. nature. Yeah. Well, who around you is? Somebody is. Who around you are you willing to bounce some ideas off of, brainstorm some things, and that is going to build a culture, and eventually it will build it in you. Yeah. That you can learn and how. And so now we have an entire team of people who are like, let's think outside the box. Yeah. It's fun to brainstorm. It's fun to explore new ideas. We're about to do something fun for Easter. That's different. Yeah. Because our team is willing to be scrappy. Yeah. But it takes the time to think about it. Yeah. Getting outside the box, that's a whole other episode, yeah. how, to, how to get outside the box, is to just take some time to really chew on, 
okay, but what else can I do? We so easily as leaders can hit no. Right. Or we can so easily yeah. hit it's not possible. Yeah. Or it's too hard. The problem is. The, the problem is. Right. Um, but that shouldn't be period, close the book. Right, right, right. We have to just like chew on it for a minute. Say, okay, well, what, well, well, what do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do? So uh, let's talk about some yeah. recent ones. At the pig where we are right now, there are 17 parking lots. Mm-hmm. There are parking lots everywhere. And so people small have park. small, so people right. have to walk far yeah. to get to the pig. But then if they're dropping their kid off, you're literally putting, you better have your Apple watch on to get some yeah. get your steps get in. Steps like in. you're walking far. Tim and so we knew they're in different zip codes. <laughs> yeah. They're in different kids and adults are in different zip codes. And yeah. so, and so we had a problem. And so we wanted to get golf carts. Yeah. But how do we get golf carts every week? Five golf carts. Mm-hmm limo golf carts right how do we get five limo golf golf carts to a facility that we we don't own every week right well it started looking at new golf carts right you know how much a limo golf cart is a whole lot of money a whole lot of money yeah well that's we can't do that so yeah. we found the guy uh who had owned the company that shuttles people around the baseball stadium yeah for the texas rangers texas rangers and he actually said, yeah, man, I actually am losing a contract in another job. So we bought five golf carts from him. Yeah. Then we went to look for a trailer, how much to put them all in a trailer. And a trailer to fit five golf carts lengthwise was going to be like 20 grand. Yeah. It's like, well, we can't do that. No. Okay, so what do we do? Well, there's this big storage area at the school district that nobody uses. I wonder if the school would let us put Connex containers, like those shipping containers. Yep. We have a guy in our church who had a hookup. And so we went and bought shipping containers for two grand. Yep. We had another guy who's an electrician run power so we can charge them. And now we've got our golf carts on site in these shipping containers that we literally paid a teenager to spray paint the same color as the building that it sits next Correct. to. And nobody even knows that they're there. Right. Scrappy, but not crappy. Not crappy. We did, uh, what, we you know what I would leave. love? I would love a barn. Right. I would love a barn with brand new golf carts. You know right. what I really love? What? Those trams they have at Disney. Well, that would be amazing. Get on on the tram and ride <laughs> Come the train on, the, on in. The more express. Yes. There's, I would love that, but I can't. We can't afford that, right? No. But, but we also didn't leave the Connex boxes unspray painted. No, clean it up. We also took the next step to not let it stay crappy. Yeah, because it's can you can go well. It's not what I want, so I'll just. Meh. Yeah. But instead, it's like no, we're still going to make it a level of excellence. That is our level. With us at the pig, the drums were an issue. The drums are still an issue. Well, <laughs> because kidding. the drums are loud. Yeah, they're just loud. And like the room we're in is uh, created to reverberate sound. The room we're in is designed so that a little nine-year-old girl can sing a solo without a microphone and you can hear her in the back. Right. Imagine how that reverberation works with the drums. Mm-hmm. And so we tried all kind of stuff, the shy baffles and the little walls and the thing, and we realized we just need a drum cage. Yeah. So we start looking at drum cages and we've owned one before, but they're like six grand. They're expensive for eight a, grand for, for a crazy. drum cage, but yeah. they're not portable. No, this is a struggle. It, we had to get rid of the one that we had before because it, it was like, even for someone to have a wedding in our auditorium yeah. was like, we're not moving the drum cage though. It's not movable. Yeah. yeah. So, so we had a problem. We did not know how to have a good drum cage. And there was nothing on the market that we could find that would move True. that wasn't insane money. Right. They were insane money and they still weren't going to be durable. No, right. So you know what we did? We didn't talk to any musicians. You're right. We went and talked to some dudes in our church 
that drive a truck and carry a knife in their pocket and know how to weld and said, Hey, can you guys get together, talk to some of the musicians, figure out a solution. And they drew up some stuff and designed and welded up a drum cage that's on wheels and has giant plexiglass. And every week we mounted a winch in the ceiling of the pig. We winch it up out of view and we did it cheaper than we could have bought anything else. Yeah. And yep. it looks better. It looks great. And it's going to survive the nuclear uh, apocalypse. <laughs> and we'll be marketing them soon to sell to churches near us. Soon. We actually should. If <laughs> you should. are in interest of a portable drum cage. <laughs> we should. But. Morecreations.org. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let anyone steal that website oh, okay. from us. Don't Pastor we, Tim, go buy it Yeah, go buy that domain. Uh, but you know. I saw a pastor who has changed the name of his church. <laughs> And uh, I was like, dude, that's awesome. You know, yeah. I clicked on his link and he had it on this little Instagram thing, the link to the church. And so I clicked on it and he still hadn't even bought the uh, website. Yet. The website. And so I screenshot it and sent it to Whitney. I said, hey, should we buy this cat's? <laughs> should we <laughs> sell it to him for three grand? <laughs> should we buy this? Should we buy this cat's website? I was no, like, bro. It's get, about the kingdom. No, we didn't bro, do it. I was it. like, bro, get your website bought. But, we, but it's funny. <laughs> That would have been scrappy. That would have been a scrappy no, way to make been, a buck. But that it would have been crappy too. That'd be a jerk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, that's true. We've had so many things, I think, in the last three years to solve that that the scrappiness level, the scrappiness muscle in us mm-hmm. is, is pretty strong right now. My only concern that we've talked about before is now this next step when we go into a new building mm-hmm. is we have to maintain that scrappiness, that we have to continue to not oh, yeah. allow ourselves to get comfortable. And I think that can be a temptation that the more we tug into more than we want to stop. And it's like, no, stay scrappy because there's always more to but tug into. Some of that I think is just... It's in people. Well, I was going to say, it's so in you that I don't know that it will ever. When I was a kid, our neighborhood would do a neighborhood garage sale mm-hmm. and I would go real early with my bike and my wagon and I would buy as much stuff from other garage sales as I could <laughs> and I'd bring it back to my house and I'd mark the price up and I'd make money. I'd, I had candy in my and back. I was just at a home like a garage sale. I had candy. Who's going to a garage I had sale? candy in my backpack. <laughs> Every day in elementary school, and I'd sell candy in the cafeteria. Of course you did. It's just a part of... Yeah, your DNA. It's a part of my DNA. But if that's not a part of you, you you can just turn your your TV off and sit down for a minute and try to think of another solution. You know my greatest scrappy accomplishment? Which one? What? (laughs) Is getting you to come work here. Yeah, yeah, that's true, probably. My (laughs) greatest accomplishment (laughs) of all my scrappiness... Is hiring Whitney. No, okay. Well, you good. know that was scrappy. That, but hey, but it worked. Yeah. I said, I said, hey, Whitney, I need you to help me uh, <laughs> be lead the greeter team. Would you volunteer yeah. and lead the yeah. greeter team? Okay, I'll lead the All greeter right, team. Do that. Hey, I need you to uh, help oversee life groups. Yeah. yeah. We do that. She used to. I would. I would go. You worked at the at the mall at the Parks Mall. Yeah. Overseeing like. Perfume company. One of their departments. She worked for Procter and Gamble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know. What's up? Yeah, you know. And so I would go to the mall and we would meet in the food court. That's true. And talk about life groups. Yeah. And then I became the lead pastor and I was like, dude, I got to hire this chick. (laughs) And so I talked with Rachel and I built this big job description. It was a big job. It was two pages. Yeah. Remember? And it was the... um, I was a communications director. Communications director. He was a communications director. And so oh, Rachel and I, staff is the other word that you gave me. Remember, it yeah. was like, yeah, it was funny. Go. And so good. Rachel and I take Aaron and Whitney to dinner. Yeah. To Mikasinos. Yeah. And uh, we bought them dinner. 
we said, hey, we want to take you guys to dinner. And so I'm pitching which, the whole which thing. Which we have been to dinner together hundreds of times <laughs> yeah, at this point. But this was, but this was, this was the, like a meeting. <laughs> this is a meeting dinner. And so I said, I, uh, here, I have a proposal for you. Yes. And so here's the job description. I slid across the table. And then I think I slid a piece of paper across the table with a number on it. And I said, and I said, and right now, and I said, and right now, here's what we're prepared to offer you to quit your actual career and come and work here. And I slid a piece of paper across the table and she opened it up and it said $10,000 a year. Yes. Oh, it's true. And her and Aaron, I don't know what happened. They looked at each other and prayed about it and came back and said, okay. Yeah. And so the greatest gift of a friend in ministry started out being scrappy. Hey, it's true. It worked. It worked. What if, what if, let me just talk to the pastors. Okay, do it. What if you're a pastor out there and the greatest gift of your next hire is already attending your church? Right. Quit looking on all these church hiring websites and trying to find some dude out of Bible college. There might be somebody right under your nose that's the greatest gift to your whole life. Mm, well, Number one, thanks for saying so. Yeah, but true. now what's true is we've used that model over and over again and it works. And now, I mean, our entire team right now are people that have come from within our midst. Yeah. That they're people that came and were scrappy, yeah. did it for free essentially, yeah. volunteered, served in areas. And then we were like, hey, let's use, let's use them actually to work here and be here. And that you're right. It, uh, you, what, what you did was you thought outside the box. You mm -hmm. saw something in me that you knew, Oh, this lady has giftings and abilities. Let me utilize them right now. I don't have the ability to, uh, pay her or hire her really, yeah. but I do have the ability to, to allow her to use gifts that she has inside her and to, because that fulfilled me to yeah. be able to say, Hey, I get to help people be greeted into this house and feel connected and apart and all that. It built leadership things in me. It built, built all kind of, uh, things for the next steps. Yeah. And then in life groups, all those pieces. What if you would have just been like, Oh man, she'll we, say no, she'll say no, she won't do it. I don't know. She already has a job. She has two kids. Yeah, She's probably busy. I like, yeah, I said all those things. Yeah, but then you said, but oh well. <laughs> Gotta ask her anyway. Let's go. Right, right. Let's I, go. So get up and freaking try something. Yeah. Just try it. I just it. think that so many people's scrappiness comes from insecure, or lack of scrappiness comes from the insecurity mm -hmm. of... I got to have it all figured out I have and to it's got to look all right. First. It has to be the way I've seen it done. Like I think about how many things we've done differently than we've seen done before. And we still made it excellent. We still did it the right way for us, mm -hmm. but it was scrappy for us. It, it might've looked weird to somebody else, but it wasn't for somebody else. We uh, decided to change the name of the church we sure uh, did about a year that. ago. Yeah. How many weeks <laughs> from we're changing well, the name. You and I. I'm not talking the prayer process. No, but I'm saying like, you and I officially decided December 17th. Like that was the day we. I don't were, know how you do that because I know dates in my brain. Okay. That was the date we were like, this is we do it this year, right? Yeah. We have to do it this yeah. year. And then we told our team though, not until almost a month because we had Christmas. And we went through Christmas and all those things, and then January. I don't know the date, but it was our our uh, staff retreat. So it's probably like the 20 something of January, and we did it on March 6th. So in a month and a half. Yeah, I think we had six weeks. Didn't they? Didn't you guys have six weeks to print, order? Yeah, so I'm they saying, designed, printed, ordered, bought websites, redesigned websites, 
All of that, right? In six weeks? Yeah. Everything doesn't have to take two years. No. If you have a scrappy mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it takes two years, then I'm going to die real soon. I mean, bro, if you recall, the actual like more like font logo, we chose that day. In a staff meeting. In the meeting yeah. that we announced it. We were like, okay, here it is. We got to find it. We looked at We had already a couple of ideas what we wanted, but then they made it and adjusted it. And we were like, there it is. And boom. And like, it's exactly, it's exactly all that we hoped it could be. But do you know why? Because it's like, whatever. Right. Just get it done. Just do it. And so. As long as it doesn't look crappy, <laughs> let's get it done. That's good. So, yeah, be scrappy. And don't be insecure. Be scrappy in how you take. If you know what you're doing and it's different than what other people are doing, or even if you don't know what you're doing, but you you have an idea and you know it's good Mm -hmm. enough, Mm -hmm. do it. When we had two kids, uh, we still have two kids, but once we had Titus (laughs) and the laundry at our house really upticked, Rachel kind of hurt her back or something after Titus was born. Mm -hmm. And so I came home one day and you know what she had done? She had taken all my belts I got those, uh, you know, the belts you get with a free pair of shorts. <laughs> the cloth ones? Cloth belts. Those are the only belts that I wear. This and is a so, true sentence. Everyone send trust in a new belt. Send me a belt. I don't, don't send me. Yeah, and so I only use $5 <laughs> belts. They, yes. I got free with a pair of shorts. Rachel, because she had heard back, she got all my belts, and she, she, she put them on all the laundry baskets. And as she's doing laundry, she's just pulling the laundry baskets like a little, like a little caboose around the house. You know why? Because Rachel's scrappy. Yeah, yeah. You know, Aaron, you guys wanted to put a new floor in your house, yeah. but instead of hiring it done, that dude just took some PTO time off yeah. work, got on his own hands and knees, and yeah. he put his own tile down. Yeah. Now, this is a professional man. Right. A grown man. But I'm saying that he yeah. didn't... He, it's no, a mentality. Right. It's a mentality, mentality of there's nothing. I'm not going to mm. not do what I'm called to do. Rachel's mm. going to get that laundry done. Yeah. She got two babies in the house. She yeah. got to get burp, burp diapers no, and all that stuff. No, that's a whole other level of that And Aaron was like... Yeah, I could, I could write the check, but I'd rather write the check for something else. Correct. That's what I was going to say. I think that so much of our life, our personal lives, we've been able to do things that people look at it and they go, hmm, look at them. They must make so much money. They must do all these fancy things. No, it's just being scrappy yeah. that allows us to go on a different vacation or to do different, like yeah. different pieces in our lives. I think about it. I'm like, you're right. We can come across in some areas of our life from afar, if you don't know us, yeah. it could come across that they're just bougie. But the truth is, no, we're just real scrappy. No, we're there on three coupons <laughs> and a homeboy hookup. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's how we got I've there. I've never been with you at a store and you not asked for a discount. I've never been with my husband at every, a store and him every not asked for a discount. Every time I buy something, yeah. I say to the cashier, I say, hey. You got any coupons? <laughs> you got any coupons floating around? Every and I stick time. my head up like that. Hey, you got, you got any coupons floating around? Come on, girl. You know you got some coupons. The you amount of times you don't that have that a, works is ridiculous. Th- and they go, and they they go, oh yeah, actually, yeah, oh yeah, I got this twenty percent off. Or they'll go, they'll go, yeah, let me uh, hold on, and they'll shoot their own phone. I don't know what they're doing. Twenty percent off. I'm like, thank you. And <laughs> if you a pastor and you're not using that tax exemption, shame on you. You better pull your crap together. That's eight <laughs> percent. That's right. I'm saying, yeah, it's true. Be scrappy. Be scrappy, guys. We hope that uh, what you'll do is when you're done with the podcast, you'll turn it off and you'll take a little time and say, okay, what area in my life am I not happy with? Right. What am I not thrilled with? If you're out of shape, okay, maybe you can't afford a gym membership. Can you go for a walk? <laughs> I'm true. saying there's it's so true. many ways that we can be scrappy yeah. instead of living our life all crappy. Right. Then you can be happy. Whoa, boom, <laughs> mic drop. Love y'all. See ya. <laughs>